Welcome to Connecting Our Community, brought to you by the North Andover Elder Services. Connecting Our Community is an educational series connecting local resources to you to help you and your family age with dignity and independence. My name is Kathy Shelp and I am the Director of North Andover Elder Services. We operate programs and services at the Senior Center, 120 Rear Main Street, right behind Town Hall. Today we are joined by North Andover Chief Assessor Bill Mitchell. Bill was appointed Chief Assessor for the Town of North Andover in 2020, where he currently serves. He started his career in the assessing field in 2008 as a data collector for the City of Worcester and accepted a position as a principal assessor for the Town of Sturbridge in May of 2009, which was a job he held until 2014. He was appointed as Chief Assessor for the City of Lemonster from 2014 till he arrived in North Andover. So, Bill, tell me, um, tell me exactly what you do. What does assessor do? Yeah, so um, it's a little bit loaded what we do. We do a lot of things, but the biggest job that we do every year is we value every piece of property in the town every single year as of January 1st. And so that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of our resources to do that. And then in the background, we have all of the other programs that we run, the exemptions we're going to talk about today. Um, motor vehicle excise taxes, uh, the abatement process for your, your property taxes, uh, the mapping that you see in town, the GIS that you see online, all of those other programs. So we do a lot of um, background information, and the biggest thing is, is valuing the property and then collecting all the data for every parcel in town. So we have the largest database in the community as well. How many households are there? How many So there's, there's properties? approximately uh, just over 10,000 parcels in town and uh, there's about 8,600 single family homes. Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot of work in January then if you've got a... A, a bit. <laughs> it <is laughs> it's a winter, it's work. cold. What else are you going to do in Massachusetts That's anyway? That's right. Uh, so today we're going to talk about abatement programs and some tax exemptions that may be available to our older residents yeah. uh, to help lessen the burden on... Um, on their property taxes. I think this is great, too, because honestly, I feel like not a lot of people know about these programs. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I, I want to point out right away, right, is a lot of people come to my office and they ask for an abatement, right? So there's, there's an abatement and then there's an exemption. So anybody listening, we're going to talk about exemptions today. Abatements are a, an appeal of your valuation of your home or your car. But when we talk about uh, an abatement of taxes for your elderly exemption or disabled veterans or blind, it's called an exemption. Okay. So when people Good come in know. and see us and they say abatement, we automatically are thinking something else. So yep, yep. that helps. Okay. If you use yeah, the word exemption. We're using the right verbiage. And yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like talking to an IT person and saying some words and it yeah. means way different thing to them. Yeah. <laughs> I had a woman stop in my office today that um, didn't even know we had a senior exemption. Oh, had nice. no idea. Yeah. And, uh, and, and she's worked the senior pro work-off program for a little bit, and she had no idea. Now, she may qualify, she may not, but she didn't even know about it. Yeah. So I'm glad we're talking about this Okay, today. great. So tell me about some. What yeah, so let's, let's go. Let's start right from the top to the bottom because we do offer an elderly exemption. We offer actually two types, okay? And so the first one is an elderly person over the age of 70. And if, if you're over the age of 70... 
and uh, you meet certain guidelines. So that's your, your total income, whether it be Social Security, pensions, anything like that. It has to be under a certain amount. And then also the assets that you own. Now, that doesn't include your home. It just includes a vehicle, uh, other land that you might own besides your primary home, uh, stocks, bonds, money in the bank, things like that. Okay. So we'll ask you for all that information and then prove to back it up. So it is a little rigorous to go through, but well worthwhile because if you if you apply and you qualify, you get five hundred dollars a year off your taxes. Oh, that's nice. So and if you apply, so if I were to apply a person to apply this year, do I have to reapply every year for that? It is an annual exemption. Okay. Yeah. So you've got to apply each and every year. Your income and the reason for that so many things change, right? Your income can change. Mm-hmm. You know, the the statute can change on our end. Um, some of the qualifications might change if we do a cost of living adjustment. So that could go up. So maybe if you apply for the program and you don't quite meet the criteria, try again next year. Because if you're right on the borderline, it's possible that the adjustment goes up and then you'll qualify the following year. Right. Okay. So that's that's important to, to, to note. You know, so we, so we do offer the elderly over 70. That's $500 off your um, uh, your property tax every year. And, and you asked about filing too. It's important that I tell everybody this, you know, every January 1st is the most important tax bill you get every year. And the reason for that is because you have a new assessment on your property. So there's a new valuation and you have a new tax rate, which determines your new tax dollars. And so that happens every January 1st. And if you have an issue with your assessment, whether it be that we have the home valued incorrectly or anything like that, you have until February 1st of that year to come and see us and apply for an abatement. And the reason I say that is because once February 1st comes and goes, the state of Massachusetts does not allow me to give money back. So they shut us down. So I tell everybody that. Look at your January 1st tax bill. Make sure you look at all all the property record cards. That's the information on every property is available to you on the website. So you can look at your particular property, see what we have for data. You know, you might notice something silly like we have, you know, two and a half baths on your home when realistically you have one and a half baths. Okay. So so that's important to note. But the real reason is you want to apply for an exemption around that time and you have all the way till April 1st to apply, which is this Friday. Oh, okay. So... Right, for the for the exemption. So right. if we, let, let's back up a minute. So if somebody has a question, their tax bill comes in January and they have a question about their tax bill. Yeah. So they have till February to contact you. If they are a person that doesn't get online or can't maneuver the website very well, can they come in in January and get all that information from you? Absolutely. I always tell my staff, you know, every time they leave the office, I say, number one, we need friends. Go make some friends, right? <laughs> so I tell everybody, you know, get, get in nice. my office. Yeah. You know, I don't care if it's a phone call, if you want to stop in and talk to me you know about your tax bill even if it's just to go over it and say this does this seem right then i could sit down and explain to them at least look at it and go yeah you know what unfortunately it's correct and and this is your taxes right or we figure out something you know what we we missed something here okay here fill out this paperwork let's file for an abatement let's get you straightened out and is that abatement is that something that you and the board of assessors decide or does that have to go to the state no it's definitely uh us and the board of assessors okay it's a local all right, great. Yeah. All right, and that's the abatement and not an exemption. So yes, we'll exactly. Okay. So when we talk about elderly exemptions, just to give you some idea of how many people uh, don't take advantage of you, currently we, we, we gave out eight this year. That's it. Eight abatements. That's eight. Eight exemptions. Oh, eight, exe- eight el- exemptions. That's for the, it. For the elderly. 
right? Wow. And then when we look at, um, there's one called a widow or widower. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's referred to. But realistically, it is an elderly exemption as well. If you're over 70, now this one applies only to your assets and not your income. Okay. So there's no income criteria with this one. Um, but your assets, as long as your uh, assets are under a certain amount, then you get $175 off okay. your tax each year. So it's not a lot, but it, it certainly could be something. It's right. Yeah. yeah. Every it all adds up. It yeah. All adds up. So let's. So the elderly person, you only have about eight people that apply for that. Right. And, and then the widower, we only have six. Oh, okay. So it's another. You know, it's like a, a low one. You right. Know? Right. And so. Um, then we move on to, to blind persons. That's typically people that it's not that they're totally blind, but they have a certificate that they're a certain percentage of blindness. As long as they have that certificate, they can apply for an exemption. Again, all we need is that certificate that says you're legally blind, and you get $500 off your taxes every year. And there's no income qualifications or anything with that? None. It's okay, just that's simple, really good. That's yeah. good to know. Do you get many apply for that? Well, believe it or not, we get nine. Um, but oh. then the next one really, and it's a big one, is our disabled veterans. Okay. So, um, you know, we all appreciate the veterans and the services they did for us in our country. And so there are a lot of exemptions um, offered through the Massachusetts uh, state law. And there's a lot of different clauses. There happen to be uh, four that we adopted here in town. And it can, it can range from anywhere from $400 a year off in taxes up to a full exemption of your taxes. Okay. And, um, you know, the, the way this works is the the Veterans Affairs Office will assign each veteran um, a percentage of disability based on their injury or disablement from war or from their time in the service. And so based on that percentage of injury, uh, we then reflect the num- number or amount of taxes that we're going to give back. So typically, <clears throat> if you're anywhere from 10% to 90% disabled, you're going to get $400 off your taxes every year. And then if you're 100% disabled, uh, you can go up to 1,000. Um, and then, again, if, you, if, you, um, if, a, if a veteran died from a service-related injury, say Agent Orange or something like that, and the surviving spouse is entitled to their benefits, but also um, they may get a full exemption after that because they died from their service-connected disability, and so they... Uh, the wife or the widower would get the full exemption from her taxes every year. And so who, that's a big one. Who makes that determination? Where, where the we percentage do. you make that? Yeah, the yeah. Board of Assessors, you know, there are certain qualifications we okay. need from the Veterans Department. They can submit that form. And Joe's great. Our no, veteran he's, services. He's, uh, he's great. He's fantastic. Yes, he so if you have every, any question, Joe knows all of this, and he's really a one-stop shop. You go there, he'll get all the paperwork you need. He'll get mm-hmm. it to us. You know, he'll tell us exactly what you need to do. It, and. Do you have like a specific, like a checklist? You say, okay, here, here, here. Is it yep. is it gray or is it very black and white? It's very black and white okay. when it comes to this. Yeah, okay. There's a letter from the veterans offices, the DV-214 form, and so it's pretty straightforward, and uh, uh, there's not a lot of questions. Not okay. a lot of questions. We have 93 people that Do get you? veterans exemptions. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So that's, that, that's uh, uh, a kudos to Joe because he's yeah. out there every day. Making he, sure he these promotes it. He's great. He promotes yeah. these these programs. He yes. really does. So yeah. you're going to have to start stepping it up. Kathy. I know. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here. Look, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because we know that they they go underutilized. They do. And yeah. and so that's part of you know what we're working on is to, to get that information out. Yeah. You know, and one thing we we do as well uh, on the front page of our website, you know, we have what's called a, a um, exemption eligibility form. 
you simply go on there. You can answer four or five questions and find out if you're if you're eligible yeah. for an exemption. It's a very simple Google form, you know, and I know a lot of the elderly or something aren't, aren't familiar with computer. If you're not and you just want to come in and check, yeah. we'll go through it and we'll, we'll sit down with you and just do it real quick. Or your staff will do it, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can get them through it. And we need, to, we need to get that information out that it's there. I just think it's, again, um, you know, I think the percentage of – of older adults that are using the computer is very high now compared right. to when I first started working at a senior center. It's they're they're using computers and capable. Yeah, it's just knowing that the it's there, right. and so as we're talking, like getting that information out in our newsletter, tweeting it, right. Facebook. And I'm so new to tweeting things, yeah. so um, kind of a new thing. But I think we have to just work a little harder on getting that information out. Exactly. Yeah, yep. and that's what we're doing today. Like you yep. said, getting it on the website. Uh, you know, uh, putting it putting it uh, on notices throughout town hall, whether it's paperwork, signs on the door, whatever we need right, to do, yeah. we're trying to get it to you, you know. Um, and then one of the other things we do is the Community Preservation Act. A lot of people see this CPA on their tax bill, and they think we have an accountant behind the scenes <laughs> that's just doing something. No, <laughs> that is a Community Preservation Act. And what that does is it, it gives you a surcharge of up to 3%, and North Andover is 3% of your tax bill. And that those are earmarked for special things. Like that goes to the beautification of the town. That goes to your open space. That goes to your parks, your historical renovation of buildings. Uh, that money can only be used for those things. And that's why it's called the Community Preservation Act. And you see it on your tax bill. But if you're eligible, um, you have to be 65 years or older as of the beginning of that uh, fiscal year. Your annual income is based on a HUD formula that we use. Mm-hmm. But if you apply for that, you you get that fee waived every year. Okay. So we do have quite a bit in there. We have like thirty two people that applied for right, that so far nice. this year. And I, you know, I I I'm hoping so. If you have thirty two people in there, it feel like that they will also meet the the right. requirements for this these is, other deferrals or these right. these other um, exemptions as well. Yeah. And yeah. um. And so, so. It, it could very well be. You know, what you don't see here is an asset requirement. Yeah. So, oh, so that, that, that's changed. Then that yes, could that. be because someone still has a big inheritance or, or have. Or so that's why you might yeah. see some disparity where 32 people do are on a fixed income and do meet this eligibility. But then you ask them about their, their savings or their IRAs and that boosts their assets up okay. and disqualifies them. But it's still worth looking at. Still asking them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And then we don't have any tax deferrals anymore. That's a tough Interesting, one. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's a it's a tough one because what it is, it's it's exactly what it says. It's a it's a deferral of your taxes uh, total for a certain number of years, and then once you pass away, those have got to be paid back by your family at the at the time of your death, and it's at an eight percent interest rate. So wow. yeah, so it, it's it's. You know, you can you can do it for quite a while, but then afterwards, if you're thinking about your family who's left with the home, you know it could be uh, it could be strenuous on them. So yeah. I think that's why a lot of people have backed off on that. Yeah, that's that's a high percentage, and I I actually I knew of this program. I never knew that there was an interest rate attached to that. Oh yeah. And um, is there um, a time limit that you can be on it? Um, you, you know, that's a great question. I think there is a time limit. It doesn't say it here, but when I, when I think about it, there's a certain amount because once you, it's not a time limit, it's the amount that we're, 
putting can't exceed a certain percentage of your total assessment. So I think okay. that's what it is. Once you reach that criteria, you're coming off it anyway. And then that 8% starts to accrue, and then you might be back on the hook anyway. And then you have to pay it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you don't, yeah. then the town takes the house. So that that's why that one's not as popular. But if you're really in the corner and you, you really can't afford this and you've got to defer your taxes to stay in your house for another couple of years, it might be something worth checking out. Uh, the paperwork is extraordinary to get to that because if you have a loan on the house that the bank has to forgive their right as, as their first position, they have to give the town the first position okay. on the mortgage. So there's a lot of criteria with that, but it is available. If, if someone's in a spot where they don't know what to do, it might be worth checking yeah, out. It's not, not that a little more complicated on that particular yeah, exemption. Yeah, very, very. And then so, so those are our basic exemptions, right? But we also... We also have the um, uh, elderly and disabled taxation fund. That's a, that's something that goes out with all our tax bills. That's run within the town of North Andover. You, uh, we accept donations from people who are paying their taxes every year. There's a little card or form in there that they can, you know, donate to this fund. And then if you're elderly, disabled, or infirmed, then um, there's a board in the town that decides. Uh, you can get up to $500 depending upon your situation, but it's privately run through the town and it's privately decided through the town. Okay. So that's that's a good fund too is if you yeah. don't meet any of the exemption criteria, maybe you apply for this and see if you're eligible for that. And is that a is that a one to, uh, annual application that also? Is, yep. Yeah. It's also all, these all of are. these are an annual application. They all typically run till April 1st is the application deadline. And so um but it, again, you know, it's very, very worthwhile. I tell everybody, don't be, don't just think that you make too much money. Don't just think that you have too much money in Gotta the bank. Got to find out. Yeah. 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 Um, and the other program that we do that we work hand in hand with you is right. our, our tax, uh, tax relief program is a senior tax work off program that run every town and uh, almost, I think in Massachusetts run this program. Yeah, it's quite a few. And uh, that's a great program. Mm -hmm. It's like you said, that receives, what are we up to now? About uh Fourteen hundred twenty-five dollars. Fourteen twenty-five a year. Yeah. Yep. That people receive off. They give a hundred hours of service to the town, um, to a town department, which also includes schools. Right. And through that service, then. Uh, yeah, it's like get... being a special employee, right? So yeah. you can work well, for the town. You can whatever you whatever you're qualified to do, whether it be bookkeeping, whether it be answering phones, you know, taking photos, whatever, whatever any department needs. Right. Uh, I know when I was in Sturbridge, one of the great things we did is we got rid of our cleaning company, you know, yeah. and we had all our senior workers clean town hall. And I tell you what, they did a, such a better never job. Never cleaner, was it? <laughs> never yeah, cleaner, yeah, no. never more polished in my life oh, did I see yeah. that. And um, once you get once you accumulate up to that 100 hours, then whoever is the department that overseeing you certifies to those hours, gives it to our office. You fill out a, a little bit of paperwork, and again, you get the fourteen hundred twenty-five dollars off yeah. your tax. That's huge. It's, it's a lot. That's a lot. That's a significant uh, help. And I'd say we use um, the so the the senior center elder services. We manage the programs. Right. Uh, Leah Morris is our activities coordinator, and she manages the program yeah. within our department. We use. Uh, we couldn't function, you know, without those senior tax work offs, people that are in our building that help with program support, facilitating program, working at our front desk. We have them drive the van. Um, we use them everywhere. Yeah. And, it, um, and it just gives that extra enhancement to what we do. Yeah, it's a great asset to the town. It yeah. really is. And um, it's important to note there is what? There's a lottery every year. So, you know, yeah. because we do have to limit it to 60 uh, people per year. 
uh, and up to $1,425, I think, because we mm -hmm. keep it at 100 hours. Um, but, is, you know, you work that. It's a great asset to the town. It's a good way to get involved in community. It's a good way to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff at Town Hall. I think um, last year we had a couple people manning the door at Town Hall, and we reopened due to the COVID oh, pandemic, COVID, yes, right? Yeah, we had a couple yeah. seniors just, you know, as a, like an information desk. This is the office you know, need to go see. It's right down this hallway. It's over here. They'd answer phones. They'd set up appointments for us. It was a big, big help yeah. for us. So, um so it's definitely worthwhile. Yeah, it's absolutely a great program. And that's another program that you do. P some people think once they're in it, they don't need to fill out their application. But that's an annual application it process, a, yep, um, which will be coming up soon. That is going to run uh, through the month of May. That's that right. You can apply so we'll, through the month of May. We'll accept new applications July 1, yep. I think it is. Yeah, and then yep. when people will start working July 1. Yes. The applications will start uh, will start receiving them in May. Yep. Yep, and perfect. so we can get everybody processed, and they can start doing their hours. It runs uh, July to June. Right. And then once you get those hours, then it gets abated off your next January's yep. bill yep. after everybody's finished that program. Then we start over again. And so yeah. it's, it's great. Go. It's fantastic. I think you, you and your staff does a great job. You know, it's a lot. I, I got to give Leah. That's that's all on Leah because it's it's sixty people that she's managing. It's a lot of in work. different departments, um, and they are all over over town working. Um, yeah. We do a lot in in the senior center, but also in the schools. I know the water department, uh, DPW, uh, uh, departments in town hall, the clerk uses them. So Right. So yeah. let me ask you one question, okay. if you don't mind. Because right? <laughs> as an assessor, you always wonder, because a lot of people that come into our office, they have questions. You know, either it's a daughter that's trying to help their mother out, or, or there's, uh, there's even a neighbor that will come in and is trying to help an elderly person out that's just not capable of filling these forms out. Do you have an outreach program? Yeah, that, we do. Yeah. Um, yep, we have an outreach uh, manager. Kala Alstrom is our outreach manager, and she will help them do any anything working out the forms. If it's something we can't ha help with, then we'll certainly refer them to an agency that can, can yeah. work with them. But certainly all these town forms, we would help them with. And it's all free of charge, right? All free of charge. Of course. Of course. I love it. Free of course is for it me. Is. Yeah, <laughs> free it is. It's my goal to make everything. We do have some programs that have fees attached, but we're working on sponsorship, and so we can reduce the cost for everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh yeah, Hopefully we can, you know, make these uh, exemptions a little more robust going into the future. Mm -hmm. I know that some of these are, you know, pretty outdated. You know, some of the income levels that you have to meet, yeah. you know, are pretty low. You know, and I don't think it really reflects the time or the inflation that we're in and, the, and, and what people are making for income. So, When were they last set? Um, that's and, a really good and question. And who sets them? Is it, is it the state? Yeah, so the state uh, is the original statute, and then you can adopt locally at town meeting other clauses, which allows you to apply a cost of living adjustment. Okay. And they even have one where you, the town can uh, up to double the exemption amount they're given. But um, what's in, what's hard for the town is this comes out of their pocket, right? And then oh, and yeah. so it, some of it gets reimbursed by the state to us because of these programs. But once you adopt a higher rate, you don't get that money back from the state. And oh. so it's a little bit tough for the town to adopt that. And so it, it becomes, you know, how's this going to affect the rest of the community? How many more tax dollars are we at? But it's, it, again, it's worth looking into. It's been a long time since we've adjusted them, and maybe we can – you know, give back to the uh, seniors that are having such a tough time, 
you know. And so who do we appeal to then for that? So if it's, it's not, so we need to go to the state and talk to our state reps and no, see the, what we can do they, about it. They exist right now. All we have to do is, as a town, adopt those options locally. So it would be just talking to Melissa, our town manager, you know, talking to Lynn, our finance director. Well, how can we do it, we though, can... without hurting the town's revenue? And how do we get the state to say, oh, yeah. The, the state allows us to do it no matter what. <laughs> right, but we so, want to get reimbursed. <laughs> right, yeah, we want to get reimbursed, right. So so that's a good question, yeah, yeah. right? So we'll have to talk to our state reps and, and see, say, like you know, can, hey, if we do this, can you give us like 85% back? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like what are we going to do? Right. How is this going to hurt us? But exactly. no, actually something worth looking into and seeing. Yeah, you never you know. know. What kind of changes, yeah. You yeah. don't know. The worst they're going to say is, no, sorry, we can't do it. That's right. Yeah, got to yeah. ask. So. It doesn't hurt. Um, yeah, I used to tell my kids that all the time. Worst I'm going to say is no, and I'm probably going to say no, but hey, give it a try. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, well, I think this was great. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you so much. I'm glad it's that been we great. talked about it. A lot of great information. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll have to have you back and see what else we can talk about. Okay, that sounds up. good. All right, great. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Um, be sure to look for our next program. Um, we will be joined by Quintara Costa, and we're going to discuss how you're going to pay for long-term care. This has been brought to you by North Andover Elder Services, connecting our community through service, experience, and advocacy.